Hey there, friend, and welcome to December over here on the Live by Design podcast. Now, because I like to spend this month really being intentional with my time and spending lots of it with my family and creating really special holiday memories, I'm actually going to do an entire month of throwback episodes for you. But don't you worry, many of these you probably haven't heard yet because I am pulling them out of the Goals with Soul Summit vault. So these episodes were all recorded for you earlier this year when I hosted the Goals with Soul Summit, which is all about really getting intentional about what you personally one from your life, how to set goals around that, and ultimately how to take the steps every single day in order to achieve them. So if you are starting to get that little inkling that you want to start planning for the new year and start setting your own personal goals with soul, then these episodes were recorded just for you, sweet friend. And if you enjoy these episodes, know that this entire curriculum for the Goals with Soul Summit was created to mimic what we do over in the Live by Design Collective. So if you're ready for this to be the year that you're in community with other growth-oriented women who are choosing to live by design and not by default together via totally doable, guilt-free self-care practices, then you are the exact perfect match to join us in the collective. So you can use code ELFLOVE to show yourself some self-love this year and get your membership started for 25% off. That's E-L-F-L-O-V-E, Elf Love. Um, other than that, friend, if you really enjoy these Goals with Soul, Soul episodes, then the entire library for the Goals with Soul Summit, the podcast library is available for you over at misskatehouse.com slash goals with soul summit. I'll link to it below in the show notes as well. Um, and you can jump into there for free anytime. And I would love for you to just binge those episodes if that feels in alignment for you in this season of life. All right, sweet friend, let's roll this episode. I hope that it touches your heart and your soul and that you finish listening and you're really just totally set to set your own personal goals with soul this year. I'll see you with brand new episodes in January. And until then, happy holidays, sweet friend. Hey friend, and welcome to the Live by Design podcast, where we choose to live by design and not by default. I'm your host, Kate House. Each week on the show, I'm going to teach you how to be the architect of your extraordinary life through exploring my signature method, the Live by Design blueprint. Together, let's explore powerful habits, mindset shifts, goals with soul, self-awareness, and lifelong learning, all while cultivating joy and practicing gratitude each step of the way. I'm here to be the voice of a friend and to support as many of us high-achieving, goal-oriented women as possible on our intentional living journey as we ditch the overwhelm, get unstuck, and take purpose-aligned action. As a certified behavior change specialist, health coach, yoga instructor, and top 2% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to support you in transitioning from trying to learn all the things all at once to leaning into focused, action-oriented personal growth that supports weekly, if not daily, progress toward your goals in small, sustainable ways. There's nothing I love more than being the empowerment coach who believes in you and knows that you're worthy of pursuing big, audacious goals. And I'll always be here as an unapologetic advocate for you living your dream life. If you're ready to dive in and live by design, let's get connected. A great place to start is with my complimentary self-care audit. Through this guided exercise and journal prompts, you'll gain clarity on your desires and the habits you can layer into your day to bring them to fruition. When you're ready, you can get started at misskatehouse.com slash audit. So what do you say, friend? Let's live by design and not default together. 
Hey, Trisha, welcome to the Goals with Soul Summit. I am so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I have so appreciated being connected with you. We've done podcast swaps. We will link to those below in the show notes. And I've also been listening to Trisha's book, F the Shoulds, Do the Once. And guys, it is, it is so good. You know how on Audible, there's an option to like bookmark sections. And then you can also like clip sections that you really like. I have like 10 clip sections and I'm like halfway through your book. So Huge fan over here, Trisha. I'm so grateful for the way that you show up and you share in this world. But for anybody who's tuning in and they're not as familiar with you and your work, will you tell us who you are and what you're all about? Yes. And I'm excited. I'm like, oh, tell me. I want to know what those clips are. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Um, thank you. Yeah. So my name is Trisha Huffman. I am also known as your joyologist. Um, and I got the title of joyologist because um my first career, I was a live sound engineer. You can hear all about my story in like probably my episode for that. But basically I saw that I was living my biggest dream and these people were living their absolute biggest dreams, but yet a lot of the times they weren't able to fully enjoy it. And they Mm -hmm. were still burdened by the humanness, the doubts, the fear comparison, all of that. And my father passed away suddenly. And that led me to shake people up to live your life and find joy every day because life is hard and it's also magical. So I am all about like, yeah, claiming your life, claiming joy, owning who you are. And and that's in a lot of little moments throughout the day. Um, yeah. Oh, and anyway, so I went back, back out with on tour with artists and I got the title of joyologist. And so that has stuck, but yeah, I basically am just always sharing insights and mindset tricks to get people to show up for their life and enjoy it because it's your life. Oh, I love that. And you share that so beautifully through your podcast over on Claim It. Friends, it's an incredible listen added to your, your podcasting library. I'll link to it below in the show notes as well as so you can go over and just subscribe right away. It is one of my favorite things to listen to. I've been working on a lot of DIY projects. So lots of Trisha in my earbuds and her incredible guest lineup. And Trisha has this really beautiful area of expertise. Now we've all heard that saying like, shoulds or shoulding yourself. And and it's something that we hear about often, but so often we hear these things, but we don't actually know like, well, what does that actually mean? (laughs) And then like, and then what do we do about it? So Trisha, in your own words, like what is a should and how do we start moving away from shoulds? and, and, And ultimately what do we move towards? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if anyone's ever asked me like in my own words, what is a should? (laughs) But yeah, I, everyone's heard it. Like stop shooting all over yourself. And most people are like, yeah, I don't want to do that. And um, I was someone that really didn't feel I did. I I really lived my life and loved it. But yet when I chose to actually give up the word should to stop saying it, it was like an experiment that I thought was going to be pointless because I did not think that I lived a life of shoulds. Like I lived a life that I love. When I paid attention to that one word, I realized how much I was outsourcing, like not my life choices, but also my opinions of myself Mm. and like what, what to do period. Like I was just about to say, what should I do? So that's the thing. When I gave it up, I was like, shocked how much I used it. And then I was like, what do I say? If I don't say should like, Oh, I should get out of bed. I should, should make coffee Oh, I shouldn't be drinking this much coffee. I should have a smoothie. What should I wear today? Oh, you shouldn't say that. Like, it's just like nonstop. 
So when I focused on that one word, I was just shocked at how much like there's this programming in us. And so that we're basically not asking ourselves for what we think or what we want or looking at why we are making these choices. We're just going through these databases of shoulds that we have collected from from knowledgeable people, knowledgeable people, from people we respect, from family members, from media, from all of these things. So I chose to replace the word should with want. And it changed everything. So I was constantly and am constantly <laughs> coming back to myself. And it's with big moments, but what's interesting, I felt like I was living my life of once in the big moments, but those moment to moment, like actual moments throughout my day is where I was constantly, what should I wear? I should be thinner. I should be exercising more. What should I be eating? What should I say? Should I speak up or not? Like, so the like real day to day. And so constantly it's bringing me back to myself. Did I answer your question about like, what do I feel a should is? (laughs) You absolutely did. A should is like other people's ideas about you or what we think they are. And a want is what I go back to 95% of the time when I'm replacing (laughs) it. And that's landing in your body and asking Mm -hmm. you in the present moment, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not a past version of yourself, like me right now. It's so funny because when I was listening to the, the first few chapters of Trisha's book, I also was like, I don't think I use that word very much. And then I had the awareness around it. And I sent Trisha a voice memo. I was like, I've listened to a few chapters and this morning alone, I have caught myself saying should in my brain four times, four times. I was like, oh my gosh, this is mind boggling. And The way that a should feels in my body is so different than when I like course correct myself. And then I ask myself, want just feels so expansive. Like it just feels good in my body is the best way that I can describe it. And so I'm so grateful to you for for sharing that option, right? Because I think it would have taken me a while to find the word that works so well. And I love this idea of of want. And so as we start to create this awareness, now people are listening and they're going to be like, all right, now I'm going to pay attention to my shoulds. And you're going to be like mind boggled how often you use it. How do you, how do you start to connect with like your why behind, like, why should we have this awareness around our should, or why should we get connected with our wants? Why is because it's it this is your your life. And so what is the point of all the choices that you are making and all of the people that you are hoping to please mm-hmm. if you are not coming from this honest place within? Because that's the thing too. People pleasers, um, just trying to be the good person, the nice person, the loving person, all of that stuff. You can do that and be choosing your wants, but a lot of times we're sacrificing ourselves so much that we don't even know what we want. Like, that's a big thing. People will be like, I don't even know. I have no clue. I have never stopped to think about what do I want? And so like, what is the point? You're not really alive and living your life if you're just following through with the shoulds and you can be a good person. A, a loving friend, a caring person, and be prioritizing your wants. <laughs> mm, yes, that's such a great reminder. And how often do we find ourselves in that position of sacrificing what we want in order to people please, or in order, like you, like you said, it could be just being it, it, you're trying to be kind. It's coming from a good place, but we're still putting ourselves last. So I I so appreciate this, like 
reminder that like you are worthy. Like you're allowed to love this experience of life. Like I love that like you're the joyologist. <laughs> and so what a perfect person to help us really make that transition. So I know you have a couple questions you like to ask yourself when you find yourself in that that state of procrastination or that state of having a want, but then like how do we actually act on it? What does that look like? Yeah. And that's why this it's a 16 chapter book. Like <laughs> I, could, I could probably have written more of because it's not just like, let me just tell you, swap your shoulds for once and it's easy peasy and done. you're done. <laughs> like, first of all, we have a lot of wants and that is also a challenge. So I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. So how do I choose which to do or in which to prioritize? And then how do you actually get yourself to do those ones? <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's a lot more to like, than just naming what you want and, and it can be really challenging. So, you know, like even in me writing the book, F the shoulds do the once, I would have to be like calling myself out. Like, even though I gave up the word that long ago, as you said, you hear it in your head, I feel it. And as you mentioned, you can feel that weight difference. So I can tell just by how I feel like, okay, what's going on here? Like, I can feel like I'm living in a should. So sometimes it's just like, okay, I should be writing this book right now. I should be doing this. So feeling into that, whether you hear you've said the word, you hear it in your head, or you're just feeling that energy. So one huge thing for me is to ask myself, why would I want to do this thing? Or why do I want to do this thing? Or why am I feeling like I should do this thing right now? So asking yourself more questions, asking your feelings questions. Why would I want to do this? Well, because I I really know I have something valuable to share. Like, and it feels challenging to sit down and do it. And there's a lot to go and stuff, but like, why am I doing this? Mm. So getting clear on the why, this is even with like, why do I want to clean up my house? Well, I'll feel better when the house is clean, you know, like, like, and that's another question I'll ask myself too, is how will it feel to do the thing or to be done with it? Like, and even if it's like, you know, a little bit of progress, you're, you feel awesome. Once you have shown up for yourself, once you have done the thing, once you have done that, so like, okay, I want exercise, right? Why do I want to exercise? Cause I know I'm going to feel better. I'll have more focus. I'll have more energy. Like, why do I want to, how will I feel afterwards? And then that can motivate me to do the thing. Yes. And I, I so appreciate these questions because they come from this place. It seems to me this place of curiosity about yourself. It's not judgmental. It's not unkind. You're not being hard on yourself, which like, it's so easy to fall into those so I really appreciate that this, this shift from should to want, it's almost like this mindset shift where you're also just adopting curiosity. I think curiosity is like a superpower and we don't use it enough, uh, the royal we. And I'm always trying to, instead of being judgmental of myself, uh, and like I'm a recovering perfectionist over here, I so appreciate that your framework really adopts curiosity as this way of like, let's be curious. How would that feel? Or let's be curious. What's the why behind this? Or let's be curious. Like, why do I want to do this? Or why do I feel like this is a should? It's just, it's more of that inner reflection and inner connection, which is just so beautiful. Yeah. You know what? Curiosity and compassion, Mm -hmm. I feel like are two huge continuous things for me. Cause also, like you said, a lot of another reason that we 
like hold ourselves back as we act as if we're the ones we're so terrible. We haven't done this thing yet. I'm so lazy. I'm so this, like, I'm so like, you know, we act as if we're the terrible person and everybody else is killing it. And we are just terrible. Like, so we're, then we're living in the shame and all of that. So too, like my book is then we're like looking through these feelings, but like, I'm always meeting myself and guiding clients and everyone to meet yourself with compassion. Yeah. Be nice with yourself. Be gentle. Okay. Well, I haven't done the thing. Well, why haven't? Like, let's, okay, let's lovingly look at that and then lovingly look like, look at how can I make steps forward then? Mm. What would work for me in my life with my capacity, with my energy, with my budget? Like, again, not what we think it should look like or how so and so is doing it or whatever. So, really, like, yeah, curiosity. And then compassion, meeting yourself with this love instead of I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly we go there too, and how that comparison can get us into that place of just like lack or feeling like, oh, I just totally suck. So I so appreciate, yeah, the curiosity, but the the compassion is a really huge part of that. And so I really, I, the way that you share feels so empowering to me. And especially in this context of being goal getters and a lot of the women tuning in are high achievers and they, they want to do all the things or they do all the learning, right? They listen to the books and the podcasts and they watch the documentaries and read the blogs and all the things. But where a lot of times we get tripped up is, is in the reflection process and then the actual implementation of things. And so as you start to work through some of these perfectionist tendencies, which you and I were talking about earlier, um, how can we, how can you make it work for you? I really appreciate what you just shared about it. It seems almost like you're getting in touch with who you are right now and setting goals that are maybe exciting, but also realistic to the season that you're in. Yes, 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 yes. And that is a lot of you know, what it is, is looking at, yeah, like how can, okay, great. So this is what I want. This is why I want it. So, so how can I make that work for me now and not some dream idea of how I think this should be done, right? Because a lot of times we don't make progress or even start things because we're just waiting for this like blanket of time to open up and be like, here you go, walk right in. (laughs) It's now time for you to act. And that's not going to happen. <laughs> and one of those reasons is because again, like the time. Okay, so how do I get started? Or this is gonna this I want to do this big project, but it's gonna take this long or whatever. We get caught up in like those things. And so then we don't make progress. So one is figuring out how to make it work for yourself. Again, where you are now, being realistic with where you are now. You can dream about your goal vision of how that will look later. And mm-hmm. then look at how can I touch with end with that now in my Mm. current life, energy, capacity, budget, like that. So like, again, because you're looking at what you should be doing. So figuring out how you can make with your, and that a lot of it is like breaking perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a perfectionist, but again, we can just be like, that's how it's done. So then we're waiting to be able to get it, be able to do it. That's how it's done. Instead of, Mm. oh, like I want to start a podcast. So I need to buy this mic and I need to do this. And I have to do all this. You can start talking into your phone as a voice note right now. And yes. like upload it, like, you know, sign a free hosting program. Like you can do things right now, but if you're waiting for everything to be exactly how that one person or all those other people do, or mm-hmm. how you make up, everyone's doing it, then it won't happen. So like, how can I make this work right now? And another big, huge use this with myself in all the things <laughs> in my life all day long is one of my biggest mantras is any minutes is more than no minutes. Any progress is more than no progress. 
baby steps are steps because mm-hmm. we act as if again, like we're going to like, just have this blankets of time to do that. Like, even for me, sometimes I'm like just five minutes. Like yeah. I will have projects right now that I'm so excited about, right? Oh, this is so awesome. Oh, this is going to be amazing, blah, blah, blah. But if I keep waiting for like, I'm going to just work on that for this, you know, set of all this time away, it often won't happen because one of the reasons too, I find the things we most want to do are confronting. They're challenging. Mm-hmm. We're passionate about it. And so then it does feel like this needs to be perfect or whatever. So then we don't get started. We're waiting for the inspiration gods to sprinkle fairy dust on us. Right? <laughs> so we sit down. Okay. Well, let me organize my desk first. Okay. Let me do this first. Okay. Let me do the laundry first. Let me do this. And then it's going to come. And sometimes it does work like, like there is productive procrastination, <laughs> but then sometimes you have to just go, okay. I'm going to sit down and put a timer on for five minutes and see mm-hmm. what comes out of me. Yeah. And it might just be one sentence and you're like, oh. like, again, you can feel that difference if you're willing to open yourself up to that possibility and see you're making progress and not be like, I only wrote one sentence, so I'm never going to mm-hmm. make progress. If you write one sentence every day, how much would you have compared to you never start because you're waiting for yes. everything to be aligned? Yes. Oh, I love that reminder. It reminds me, I heard Ed Milet say on a podcast years ago and I, I, I wrote it down and it has stuck with me ever since. And he said, imperfect action beats perfect in action every time. And I have to tell myself that, like, I used to tell myself that on a regular, like daily basis. Cause I was like, all right, Kate, like, we're just going to do it and we're going to do it messy. But the thing that I've learned in doing that, and it sounds like what you've explained is like, you learn in the doing. And yeah, and usually the learning happens when you're doing something that's like just outside your comfort zone. Like, have I ever hosted a summit before? Nope. (laughs) Do I know what I'm doing? For the most part, am I learning a lot? Yeah. (laughs) And like, and that's where like, we get to have those growth moments and we get to like, have those little chunks of time that we just keep moving forward. So will you tell me that line again, the any minutes line? Cause that is just pure gold. Yeah. It's any minutes is more than no minutes. Any progress is more than no progress. Baby steps are steps. Yes. So as we start to round out our conversation on shoulds and wants and releasing the the perfectionism and the procrastination and the shoulds and really leaning into the wants and the feelings and the whys behind it, if there's somebody who's listening who's like, yes, but I still feel stuck, what would be your final parting piece of advice to that person who you want to just begin? Hmm. I mean, with the stuck part, I, I don't know. Cause again, that could show up in different ways of somebody mm-hmm. like they don't even know what they're wanting to do, but they're craving something or they're like, they really still see it, but they have no idea how to make that first step, which again, mm-hmm. so it's like, start for the smallest first step, like even a Google search too. Like I will be with my clients, like is a step. Like, you know, like you looking into something is a step, you opening a blank document and just putting stuff like letting it flow out of you and seeing what comes up is a step. So like also remembering, like, don't get caught up in like, what are these, these steps and what should those steps look like again, too, (laughs) you know, and, 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 um, and let's see. And I really think too, if somebody's really, really stuck with it, then it's looking at and asking yourself those questions, like, why am, what is holding me back? Why is, why am I holding myself back? Because to me, that feels like you're not allowing yourself to even access what could be possible for you, what you could want, 
or like you're afraid of it. You're afraid of actually like taking those steps to see about what could be possible by like allowing yourself to, again, maybe you don't know what that is, but you're just feeling this pool inside of like, I know there's something I want to be doing, creating, sharing, whatever. And you're feeling stuck. Also, that's like not making it a bad thing again. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, I am stuck, then like, okay, then I'm stuck. And so like, what, again, like asking yourself, even if you don't know what the want is, well, why, you know, like I'm feeling like I want to serve. I'm feeling like I'm wanting to make a difference. So yeah, so many different things I gave you for the stuck, but I think that would, the last thing is a bigger part of it is like, you don't have to make being stuck be a bad thing. Yeah. It's meeting yourself and acknowledging I feel stuck. And so again, if you're meeting yourself with that, the curiosity and the Mm -hmm. compassion, then you can start to explore that getting stuck and just like start anywhere, try anything. And for me, the journaling is a big like help for it. The morning style journaling, which you don't even have to do it in the morning, but like just venting onto the page. And so again, you're opening that pathway to see what could it possibly be that I'm wanting to do and why am I holding myself back? Yeah. Oh, that is such a powerful shift and reframe. I have my, my morning pages book right out of reach. So I'm like, yes, for like journaling, I feel like it's something that we can do that's accessible. That's free. I mean, we all have like eight empty notebooks around our homes and 20 pens that are in like a random junk drawer. Maybe that's just me. And like, what a great way to start thinking and feeling through some of these prompts that you've offered and this Again, this re-emphasis on the compassion and the curiosity is so, so beautiful. Well, Trisha, I could talk with you forever. <laughs> I'm, Same, so I'm like, oh, but I want to say these more things. I'm always I like, know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel too. I love our time together. It is always such, I was going to say such a joy um, that feels a little on the nose, but it's absolutely true. You are such a joy. You are such a light. Um, and I would love for you to share with our listeners, where can they find you online? Remind us again about your podcast, and then I will be sure to link to all of these below in the show notes and for our goal getter power pack, um, all access past members, you will also have access to the workbook where we will have even more of these prompts from Trisha waiting for you. Yeah. So all things me are at your Um, you can also go to Trisha Huffman.com. They're the same website right now. Maybe <laughs> the one day change, maybe not. Uh, Cause like, I, who cares? <laughs> I'm like, that's like, <laughs> Like one of those things that, oh, should I be building this separate site? Maybe one day I want to. Anyway, I'm most active probably on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm at under or yeah, at underscore Trisha Huffman on both both of those. And yeah, the podcast is called Claim It. And we have weekly episodes that go live Monday. Some are solo, like shorter insight conversations with me. And some are guest conversations where I'm going through the details of their life. And also I have um a substack called From the Heart where I send out both audio and written um, messages from the heart a few times a week. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Trisha. I always, I feel like I get to learn right alongside our listeners every time you and I chat. So thank you so much for your time, your incredible insights, friends. I wish you could see Trisha smile. She just has like the most beaming smile, so much warmth and radiance being emitted here. And I'm sure that you can feel that through your earbuds as well. So thank you again so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. That brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. 
And speaking of ditching the overwhelm, getting unstuck, and taking action, I would love to get connected with you, friend. It's really me on the other end recording these podcast episodes, answering emails, and recording video responses, and I am dying to get to know you better. You can shoot me an email anytime over at kate at misskatehouse.com or send me a DM or a voice memo over on Instagram at misskatehouse. I'd love to know your favorite takeaways from this episode, the action item you're committed to, or how you're leaning into living by design and not by default in your current season of life. And friend, if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. And if you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so crazy grateful if you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone finding the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leaving a five-star rating for the show. If you're willing to even write a one to two sentence review, all the better. Each new review that's left brings me serious joy, like I do an actual happy dance each time I see a new review pop up, and it helps us grow our community of growth-oriented women. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, friend, spread some joy make someone smile.